Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Green Room Podcast. I'm Matthew Bruni, and joining me once again is Colin Mitchell. Looking like you just got off the golf course. I did. You did? did. How'd you do? I am wearing basketball shorts as well, though. No. Don't don't ever show me your leg ever again. (laughs) I did pretty bad. I hadn't played in three weeks. Driver was working, though. You know, driver was working. Chipping and putting wasn't good. I had a lot of three putts today. So we we probably left 15 strokes out there with chipping and uh and, and putting, but you know, mm. driver was good. Okay. Okay. You know? Good. First time uh golfing without hair? Yeah, yes. Yes, it is. And let me tell you, it is an enjoyable experience. It, it is, is enjoy- it is. I will say though, I am worried for the summer because I have a mole on the back of my neck that my hair used to cover. So now maybe I'll get skin cancer. Well, just sunscreen <laughs> every day. Sunscreen every day. Um <laughs> <laughs> we we have a lot to talk about though, Colin, with this we North Tech football team because last time we got on here, we were talking about um all the transfers and people leaving. This is gonna be a much more positive podcast, Colin, because North Texas is starting to make moves uh in the transfer portal with the 2024 recruiting class. And um in general, I also want to get to we'll we'll talk a little bit about the departures um and where they're headed and then also uh, some returning players because we've talked a lot about who's leaving. We haven't talked about who's staying, Colin. So they also just got a tight end in the transfer portal as well. Boom. All right. Add him to the list that I sent you. So um, I believe that makes it six portal additions so far. Um, we talked about how many players left, but uh, they have added to this point. Uh, you can add in the tight end's name whenever after I name these five. Running back Zach Evans from Minnesota. Offensive lineman Jasper Lott from TCU. Linebacker Joseph Gene Lewis from Iowa State. Offensive lineman Justice Guillory from Stephen F. Austin. And defensive back Xavion Bryce uh, from Texas. And add on Oscar Hammond, tight end from I don't know where, but somewhere. Oscar um, Hammond? Yes. he. It looks like North Texas was by far his best offer. Central Oklahoma? He was... Looks like Central Oklahoma. Uh, yes. 6-4-2-10, I'll take it. Yep. I mean, 2022 played nine games as a true freshman, earned third team, all MIAA honors. I'm assuming this is junior college, perhaps? Gotta Maybe be, right? Two? I would assume one of the two. Let's see if you put up numbers this year. Oscar Hammond. This is live reporting on, yeah, second in the team in receiving. Uh, with 463 yards on 33 catches and four touchdowns. Mm. So um, I'll take it. I'll take it. 6-4 tight end uh, from Oklahoma uh, as spent two years there and now is coming to Nortex. So add him to the list as well. All these players except for uh, Justice Guillory are have multiple years of eligibility left, Colin. That is that's big. Well, we'll see how much I don't know what's happening with any of that. We thought Chandler Rogers couldn't leave, and we'll hear he left. So <laughs> yeah, I like like for example, Jasper Lott transferred after three years at TCU. So in theory, I think I would assume one after you know, if he graduates this year, then maybe he could leave. Regardless, um Justice Guillory is the only one who's a graduate transfer. So yeah. you have one year of him. Um now you have Six additions, Colin. What, where do you want to start when, when talking about these six? Is there one that stands out to you? or just- I, I, I just want to talk to you about them as a whole. Is basically that, for the most part, they're drop-downs, which I like. Um, I like that, one, they're filling needs, and two, that it seems like they're getting their guys quickly. Um, obviously, I haven't watched any of these people. I mean, I'm not going to claim that I know 
exactly how good all of them are, but I do like how decisive Eric Morris and the recruiting staff has been in getting these transfers. And not for nothing, like you said, multiple years of eligibility. It's not like they're getting like a senior. They're all graduate transfers that haven't done anything at that level. Like Zach, uh, Zach Emmons, for example, you said he was a redshirt freshman at Minnesota. I mean, Minnesota's yeah. good school for, for football compared to North Texas most of the time. So um, it's good that they're getting uh, those types of guys. And then not only that, um, they seem to still be getting guys. Obviously, Oscar Hammond that we that wasn't on the list a second ago, and you always see the puzzle pieces that keep popping up on Twitter. So, JD, shout out JD. Um, obviously, um, yeah, does the best job of anybody tracking recruiting, tracking portal, tracking everything. North Texas. Um, he did a story. I don't know if this is exactly a story. I didn't have time to to, to look at it, but. Basically, he did a story on how many portal or how many puzzle pieces have been tweeted to how many players have actually committed. So how many more like players that they're expecting because of how many puzzle pieces they've seen. Yeah. So because you look at it, the puzzle pieces are being tweeted like every five minutes and they are getting yeah. a lot of players. It's, it's but... getting to like a, a thousand piece puzzle at this point. <laughs> Jesus. You ever done a puzzle that big? I hate puzzles. Dude. What's the Norma biggest puzzle you've Norma ever done? Loves puzzles. I have helped Norma with a thousand piece puzzle before. Whew. And by help, it was like I started and got like three pieces and she did the rest. So, mm, OK, yeah. Um, Zach Evans is is one that I do want to talk about because North Texas lost most of its running back room. Right. Um, we, we look at it. Basically, every running back besides Kaika Ragsdale is gone. Colin Farrar is also back, I believe. Um, Zach Evans played six games in Minnesota, had 52 carries. So about what nine carries a game almost, um, for, uh, 230 yards. That's four and a half yards per rush and a touchdown. So if nothing else, this is a guy that nine, like if I told you they're getting a guy that had nine and a half carries per game at a big 10 school, you're taking that. And yeah. I think for Zach Evans, obviously a big thing for him, I believe from Rockwall. um, bringing guys back home. The DFW area is so crucial. And a point that I wanted to make on the last podcast, and I think we're seeing it a little bit here, two, the two, you could argue the two best offensive players that stayed, which we'll talk about later, Landon Sides and Gabe Blair, what do they have in common? They're both from Denton Geyer, yep. right? Yep. So there is a correlation, in my opinion, because I see it at LSU, I see it at a lot of places, where you get players that want to come home but if you have recruited them initially, like Landon Sides and Gabe Blair, you have a little bit more leeway to where they might not want to leave. You have more situations where they want to stay. Um, it's just a different um, approach for a lot of them. And who knows? Maybe if Landon Sides has a 1,200-yard season, he could be gone too. I, I'm not saying he can't. But I'm just saying in a lot of situations, keeping players home and bringing players home is the way to move. And especially when you are – near dfw the way that denton is i think that's has to be like number one priority almost is getting players in the state and keeping them in the state because we talked about it with seth luttrell where they didn't recruit players but they didn't have their transfer portal to worry about so like imagine you're recruiting these players from nevada remember they got a lot of Las yeah. Vegas players and um oklahoma players and arkansas players i mean after a couple of years, they might want to go home or they might see opportunities elsewhere. Um, yeah. So I, I do think that's a big thing. And you bring a guy back like Zach Evans, who, like I said, nine and a half carries 
per game and his um or nine carries per game from at a big 10 school average four and a half yards per, per carry and we've seen what uh patrick cobbs can do with the running back room and uh, i feel really good about it not only that too uh just to throw some ratings around out there oh. from on three um oscar attaway was an 87 uh in the transfer portal by on three uh a day i believe was an 88 yeah an 88 um zach evans is an 85 so i'm not going to say that that's exactly the same but you're you're getting what you believe to be equal talent out and in um yeah they only have jasper lot and uh wow the guy from dayton um jasper Iowa lot. State. yeah but he's from dayton yeah i don't know how to say that no jasper lot but joseph jean louis oh joseph yeah i just said joseph, i just said joseph jean louis <laughs> it's probably john you're probably right Oh, Gene Lewis. That I makes just sense. Have but, Gene I don't Lewis. know. Regardless, you got an 83-83 uh, in terms of uh, <laughs> what they're rated. Um, so I think it's 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 worth keeping an eye on that. Not not necessarily to ju- take too much from that, but on on what kind of talent they're able to bring in. Um, so I like it. I'm 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 happy so far with the transfers they brought in. Now, what I'm really interested in is quarterback. I'm I'm yeah. I'm how 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 long when when will you get worried that they don't have a quarterback yet? Like, will there be a point where you get worried? No, no, okay. no, no. Um, but I, I did see they've, they've thrown a couple offers around um, so far. I, I think that they actually have a good chance of getting a really quality quarterback. I yeah. think Eric Morris has built up enough reputation, like amongst college football people, um, where you can sell the pitch to a quality quarterback and say, like a Chandler Rogers right you that's what you want every time is you want to get a guy like Chandler Rogers that's proven that has tools that you can work with and um obviously can excel in your system and I think they there are plenty of quarterbacks out there that can do that um yeah I'm not too worried about the quarterback position I think that they're going to get somebody that that can play like I I feel fairly fairly good about that yeah I I agree I Uh, agree um um, you want to talk about the the transfers where people have gone um anything else hold on anything else on the additions um i like the two offensive line pickups jasper lots from argyle so that's always good um guillory sfa we'll see how he does uh zavion bryce is interesting from texas only spent i mean spent two years there and out of high school in the 2023 class jeez we're getting old no 2022 (laughs) class sorry 2022 class yeah he spent two years there uh, he was a top 500 player in the country, you know, high three-star guy. So, you know, potential there. And I don't think he's had like a bad injury. That's always my thing is when you take guys that are potentially, you know, drop downs is the injuries. If like they right. suffered a bad injury and they've dropped down, um, no offense, but you do you remember uh, Nick Harvey? Yes. Yeah. That boy yeah. was having surgeries left and right and came out yep. to, to yep. and was like, no, but um, so yeah, Xavion Bryce, opportunity for immediate playing time like guys like that uh joseph gene lewis we know they need linebacker help if he can come in and after i think only one year at iowa state like step right in and and play i mean that's that's a huge boost to this to this defense so i like it i like the tight end pickup as well even though all we know about him is stats at whatever level he was playing at um overall happy about that i do have written down they are in a battle this was almost a week ago at this point uh, they're both host, uh, both North Texas and UTSA are hosting Trent Hudson from New Mexico State. Uh, had a really good season there. So we'll see how that goes. And yeah, I think that does it for the portal. I do have a couple. They did pick up two 2024s uh, in this span as well. Mason yep. Ferguson, wide receiver. 
uh, and running back Ashton Gray. Um, Ferguson's an 86 on on three, and Gray's an 85 on on three. So that's about what we've been expecting is that range of of recruits um, under Eric Morris. Yeah, which is good. I like that the mean is going up with with the ratings on these people, not just from on three, but also, you know, you go down the whole list, 24-7, ESPN and all that. Yeah. All right. Um, Real quick, I do want to look up, like, quarterbacks in the portal right now. I'm just curious. I am just curious. Um, They had Chandler Rogers, I think, relatively high. Yeah, they had him. I don't know where this ranks in quarterbacks but they had him as the number 42 player in the in the portal so um there's that i'm trying to see just scroll down scroll down like at what level do we get to the g5 is what i'm trying to see yeah rockmeyer transferred from la tech to wake forest he was an 86 rated like a guy like ken seals from vanderbilt i've, I've watched him a little bit he's an 86 is there a world is there a world where we don't take a transfer no, no, there's not. I, I, I know um, Cash McCollum. Yeah, I know Cash McCollum. It looks like he's the truth right now. But I, I just you can't go in expecting a freshman like you. Right. If it happens, great. But you can't expect it to happen. Right. So, um, Jeff Sims from Nebraska. I think he's right looking for a drop down uh, potentially. That Texas quarterback that's transferring. I forgot his name. Malik. Uh... Malik Murphy. He's going somewhere big. Um, Jerry Bohannon went from Baylor to USF. He's probably looking to stay in that range. Uh, Ben Finley from Cal. I don't know if you remember him. He played a bit for Cal whenever the, the starter got knocked out. Um, I'm just looking through right now to see, but yeah, I mean, there's, there's tons of quarterbacks, just tons yeah. of quarterbacks in, in the portal right now. Um, Kai Horton went to Carthage. High school from he was at Tulane. He started whenever uh, Pratt was out. So got guys like that. There's a bunch of of options here. We'll see what they do. I'm not worried about them not getting quarterback. Um, I'm just interested to see who who it will be. Um, yeah, we could talk about the departures a little bit. Cool. Um, so far Chandler Rogers to Cal, Oscar Attaway to South Carolina, and Jamori Macklin to Kentucky. Anything surprise you from that? Uh, I thought Rogers to Cal was interesting. I felt like like. When you when you hear Cal, you're like, okay, you know, like that's what I thought whenever it was like that's where he's committed. Um, I think Attaway to South Carolina is a good a good good fit for him. Obviously, um, you're at a way better football school, and I think that's good for him to to hopefully showcase his talent. And then Macklin to Kentucky, I think, is the most interesting in terms of will he be able to go to the SEC again and produce like he did in North Texas? Um, yeah, I think Kentucky's actually. So if I had to rank them in terms of best outcome to worst i think macklin's in the best position yeah he goes to a place where unlike you know some of these other schools where i think they might have some like nfl receivers on the roster i'm not sure kentucky has like nfl receivers to like that he's going to be battling with i think he has a good chance of coming in and being like an immediate yeah the guy guy now oscar Attaway is interesting because I liked it when it happened. I think that's a good fit. Like South Carolina line is not this like dominant football program in the SEC or anything like that. But this yesterday night, South Carolina picked up a commitment from Rocket Sanders of uh, Arkansas, the number two running back in the transfer portal. Basically, one of the better running backs in the SEC last year. And oh, so really? now he's going to South Carolina. And so now I'm like, okay, 
Well, I, I wasn't expecting him maybe to be the starter, but Rocket Sanders is legitimately like a NFL back or like a qual- high quality college football back. Yeah, he's he's better than Oscar Adley. I'm sorry, but I, like that's just the truth. So now it's like, all right, Oscar, can you get in that rotation for carries? That's going to be the interesting thing there because I don't know. I feel bad for him if he didn't know Rocket Sanders was coming. Yeah. Um, but maybe maybe he kind of knew. Maybe I maybe the coaches had transparency with him. It's like, hey, we're going still going after running back, and he was like, all right, fine. But yeah, that was um. I, I when I I liked it initially. Now Rocket Sanders is there. I don't love it the way that I did before because now that's that's a legit guy who should be getting a lion's share of the carries for for the Gamecocks. What do you, um, what do you think about Rogers? I think Chandler Rogers. I I agree. Like it's it's underwhelming on on the surface, right? We're like, okay, cow. Like, come on now. Like, but at the same time, I do think the opportunity there and they are playing in the ACC this year. We have to remember that as well. So you're playing in the ACC and I do think the receivers and the quality of talent around him at Cal is a step up. And I think he has an opportunity to be one of the better quarterbacks in the ACC. If he can, if he can thrive. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't look at it as a, linear move i do think it is a step up i don't think it's I don't, I don't think it's a linear move when i mean underwhelming i just mean like i feel like i feel like he could have gone somewhere better i guess not i don't know who who had offered him you know um i just feel like i guess maybe i put too much weight at how good i thought i think he was here um and maybe he just didn't garner that interest but i'm not i think sure. there are other like quarterbacks i'm trying to think but like the top quarterbacks in the portal right now and he was you know up there so if you look at it, if we say he's around that range, I mean, Tyler Van Dyke went from Miami to Wisconsin. It's like I'd rather be at Cal than Wisconsin, I think. Um, Brock Vandegrift went from Georgia to Kentucky. So, yeah, something like that. Um, Taylor Green went from Boise State to Arkansas. So, yeah, maybe like an Arkansas, maybe something like that. But – I do think there's a little bit of hesitation on his size still, which might be unfair. Yeah. But I, I think you look at a lot of the the top quarterbacks in this class. I mean, as far as just transfers go, I think he's like yeah. the only one that's under six two. I'm sorry, besides Dylan Gabriel, who's five eleven or listed at five eleven. So, um, yeah, maybe there's some trepidation there. Maybe this, there's some hesitation just because North Texas didn't get you know a lot of big time. Um, games to watch or anything like that but yeah i i mean we know how good chandler rogers is i think he's gonna be really good at cal and i think if cal can just get him some playmakers like they they usually have playmakers so i'm not too worried about that we saw them against north texas yeah um, uh, Ethan minor also went to mississippi state by the way oh is that is that new as well yeah that's on on three has them has them committed to mississippi state so it's not a projection no it's it says it says arrow pointing 12 14 2023 <laughs> okay mississippi state um I like that. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. I think I think he could do very well in the SEC. I mean, I didn't think he was like a high, high-level guy, but Mississippi State's a SEC school, and if you play well there, you'll get drafted. So, Yeah. Um, Stone Earl also back to ACU. Stone Earl back to ACU. That's really what we need to break down here. Can yeah. Stone Earl win the starting job at Abilene Christian? No. <laughs> That's the question. No, no but in seriousness – 
we're now talking about four starters, the three starters at the SEC, right? Minor, Macklin, Adel, or well, Adel yeah. starting, but you know what I mean. Three players at the at the SEC. Rogers going to start at Cal. Um, I'm interested to see where a day goes. Yeah, like he should be somewhere. I'm trying to think of like a Iowa Day school. I think like a Big Twelve school. Would be, I think Missouri would be great for Iowa Day with like how with how they play. Kansas State, Missouri. I think there's a lot of Big Twelve schools that could use him, um, like a TCU, Baylor, so yeah. on and so forth. I think there's a lot of opportunities for him to, to go to a good school. Uh, any other players we're interested in watching to see? Uh, Fabetti Noel continues to tweet out like high high major interests like Oklahoma and stuff. Yeah, we'll see where that goes. Um, and Logan Wilson, I think, is the other one. I think he tweeted out an offer from Kansas State or something along those lines. But, um, yeah, he's probably the only other one there that I think has a interesting – Howard Sampson's tweeted out a couple big ones. I think Steve Aliota maybe could get some. But that's really the the crux of those um, players that are – oh, Trey Cleveland. That's the other one. Yeah. We'll see where he goes. Okay. Um, I do want to spend a little bit of time real quick talking about the returning players. The players yeah. that are not leaving or not graduating because we spent all the time panicking about them. Um, I mean, it starts with Landon Size and G- Gabe Blair, right? Yeah. Those are the top two returners. I think so. I think Landon Size is going to be really, really good. So, okay, we say Gabe Blair, Landon Size, uh, Jed Duncan is another one I believe that's returning that started games on the offensive line, at least on my Google Doc. I believe so. I, for some reason, I feel like I've seen his name, but I could just... No, be, I, I'm pretty sure Jet, Jet Duncan's staying. I haven't seen okay. him, at least. Okay. Um, That's the top three. Akaika Ragsdale is another one. So if I tell you, you know, the core is now Akaika Ragsdale, Landon Sides, Gabe Blair, Jet Duncan, and Blair Conright, Jordan Smart. Yeah. Jordan Smart. That that's the, that's the core now. Now you need a quarterback, right? Like, if I tell you they get a good quarterback... Like a player who's nine, 85% of what Chandler Rogers was, and you have that as like your core kind of, and they pick up a receiver too, obviously. Yeah, I was gonna say you need a receiver. Um, I am so confident in Eric Morris's ability to develop an offense that yeah. honestly, you get any players in here on the offensive side of the ball, and I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, trust this guy because. The fact that so many, I mean, obviously, and you kind of you tweeted it out uh, that some of the transfers might be because you know they weren't recruited by Eric Morris, but yes. you know you have these offensive players going to Kentucky, Mississippi State, Cal. That never happened under Seth Luttrell, um, where you have players just go. Obviously, he wasn't in the transfer portal era, but point is, is you're sending players that were already kind of step ups. They like ULM for uh, Chandler Rogers, and then you you have guys that have been at North Texas, and they're going to high major schools. And I think that's that's an impressive thing to do, you know, across the board. So I, I trust him in every sense of the word for for developing an offense uh, with new players. Yeah, and we've talked about how much we we like his play calling ability. I think mm-hmm. that's a that's a real thing. So like I, the question is not can he produce a good offense. Um, the question is can he produce an offense that you know is consistently like last year was top twenty in the country, like. Are, yeah. Can you reach that level when you well, lose as much? I talent? say, I say, why not? Because the players that he had were players that he wasn't even familiar with. Like, sure. if you if you get guys that like you recruit, you know what you want out of it, and everything like that. Like, I'm not saying they'll be top twenty next year, 
but I think it's it gives you a lot better foundation to make the, the case that he can make a top 20 again. Yeah. Um, The offensive line being as good as it was was one of the – I don't want to say it was a surprise because I think before going to the year we had as one of the top units. But um, I think it started slow is what is what the issue was. Yeah, and then it had the the moments where you know they give up eight sacks versus Navy, and like I said, blitz pickup wasn't great and mm-hmm. whatnot. Um, but the offensive line men like individually going to the places that they're going to go to is isn't is an interesting thing to have to replace this year. So again, offensive line, quarterback, get a receiver, get a running back. Oh, well, they got a running back, but if you have um. You know, your two running backs of Ragsdale and Evans now, potentially. I think you're in a good spot offensively. And I don't know what my expectations would be if that's the case. We have to see, I think, how this roster shakes out offensively. But yeah, I trust them to create a top 30 offense in the country. Yeah. And and now that like SMU is not in the conference anymore, I think there is a, I don't know. Did you see the, the schedule? Uh, we should have talked about that. Did you see the schedule for North Texas? I heard it was easier. I didn't look at all. Look at it well, all. Okay, yeah, pull it pull it up. Um I'm it's still relatively difficult. They still have Tulane, UTSA. Um they, I think they still have like the four best teams in the conference. Did you did you find it? Uh oh for some reason the top tweet was from 2022, so I was really confused seeing all these random games. <laughs> um Colin's the worst at finding things. I'm really man. bad at this, if we're being honest. Oh, I get it. Sorry. It's, just, it's not just on their Twitter? I mean, they tweet so many puzzle pieces, it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't see it on their Twitter, no. Oh, here it is. Here it is. I got it. I got it. Uh, so 2024, uh, you're away, they're not in order, uh, but you got the away games being Florida Atlantic, Memphis, Temple, UTSA. Um, and then Exactly. Uh, like that. First of all, stop right there. Three okay. of those games, FAU – Memphis, UTSA. Wait, well, I'm not worried about UTSA without Frank Harris. They're still going to be damn good. They'll they be still, good, but just they're we'll still going to be one of the best teams in the conference. We'll see. Temple, hopefully, they're Temple's they're, an easy win. Sh- well, we hope those Florida other three games. I'm just saying, like, okay, read the home games. Army, East Carolina, Tulane, Tulsa. Yeah, like, so you still have Tulane, yeah, but there's no there's Memphis, no UTSA and FAU. But I you think can't those are make the four you best can't, teams. You can't make a stretch of death out of that though. Like, yes, no you, you just replace SMU with with FAU. FAU is not on SMU's level. No, they're not. But the FAU is going to be and UTSA is going to be worse. FAU should be good. UTSA will be good, but they'll be worse. Tulane will be still Tulane, whatever. So I think it's better. It's fine. Memphis. I'm just saying, can we get a year where we don't have to play one of Memphis or Tulane? Because I mean, SMU did. SMU got a year where they didn't have to play them. We well, they played the, Memphis. We've been in the AAC one year, Bruni. Give it some time. Can, I'm just, I'm just, I'm looking. I look you know at the who, schedule you know, you know and I'm like, why do we have to play Memphis and Tulane again? You, you, you know who we took off the schedule? We took off SMU. Okay, we'll never play them again. They're gone. We never have to play them again. It's great. Cool. S- I think I look at that. You say this team is on par with the talent in terms of in, in terms of offensive defense. If it averages out at the same talent as this year, I mean, I think you hopefully beat Army. I think you beat East Carolina. You lose to Tulane. You beat Tulsa. And then all you have to do, I think you can go two and two in that Florida Atlantic, Memphis, Temple, and UTSA. So what yeah, is that? like one, I, two, I think, three, I think four, it, five. Look, I think it's plausible. I'm all I'm saying, all I'm saying is I'm just, I was looking for, I was like maybe we can catch a break, 
and play. There's no rice, a break, there, right? A break. There is no precedent for a break because is rice. Rice. Eat. We don't play rice again. Right. Good. Rice is good. Oh, brother. I'm saying swap out Tulane with rice. Can we do? Can we do that? Until we get that. What about what about USF? USF. You want me to go down all the teams in the American right now that I'd rather play over, like instead of Tulane? Why do we? Why do we get Tulane? <laughs> That's all I'm asking. It's so that whenever the playoff is expanded and we beat Tulane, then we might be considered if we win the conference. Charlotte. Charlotte. We play ECU, right? We play East Carolina. You said. Yeah. Okay. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I know FAU wasn't great this year. They were three and five, but I'm just F FAU typically has a good foundation. FAU no longer has Lane. No UAB next year, right? No UAB. Oh, okay. It's another easy win. Are you okay? You I feel like you're way too mad at this schedule. I am dude. Are you 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 that we have to why do we have to play the best teams? We are in a better conference. This is gonna happen. What do you want? No, SMU just played the freaking cupcakes. Yeah, you want to why? Because SMU has a lot more money and they bribed we, people, okay? We probably SMU, like six and two in conference if we have SMU, SMU throws money under the table. That's if probably the, SMU schedule from last year. That's probably why the, the Mike Oresco, whatever his name is, retired. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just I'm just saying here. SMU schedule last year, Charlotte, East Carolina, Temple, Tulsa, Rice, North Texas, <laughs> Memphis, Navy. To, uh, uh, no, yeah, that's it. That's it. That was their. That's their conference schedule. Can and we get paid that? for it? They paid for it. Clearly. Okay. Who do I gotta pay? <laughs> you don't Who have do I any, have to pay? You don't have any money. This to is do infuriating. This. <laughs> I can already hear people. Well, North Texas actually lost to Navy. Okay. Yes. Thank you. For a reminder. I'm just saying. I will lose the Army instead. <laughs> the same way. <laughs> okay. Wait. Do we get Na- Army and Navy? No, just Army. Okay. Okay. God, that would be just awful to watch two. That would be back to back weeks. Army and Navy. <laughs> that would just be garbage after loss. Um. Okay. Sorry, that was my pedestal. Uh, defensively, you're ridiculous. You're ridiculous. Defensive, defensively, let's wrap this up. Uh, best players returning: Rod Brown. I saw his dad tweet. Shout out to Rod Brown, Stan. Uh, Junebug. I think we'll be back. Patafehi Vavlea. Uh, Jordan Brown. Mm-hmm. Ridge, I haven't seen Ridge leave. Ridge okay. Tejada. Okay. None of this does anything for me because they sucked so bad last year. Okay, so they sucked as a unit, but I think those four players have some upside. Sure, they've always had upside. Every year, there's like four players that have upside on this okay. defense. If they, if let me, you, let me tell you something, let me tell you something. If, if, if they, oh, if they, sorry, hold on, time out, time out, time out. Javen Anderson and Evan Jackson, freshman. Good. Javen Anderson, Starling, really good freshman. So we're keeping the freshman. Bill Hill's also back. Um, I'm not saying that this is a world-changing defense, but there, there are expectations next year not to be 133rd out of 133rd. World-changing in the sense that it was so historically bad. Um, anyways, I don't care who the players are. If this team is still, like, bottom 25% in the nation in defense, I'm going to be mad. So they have to be... In the top 100 in the country? The top, yes. And I feel like that should be, like, an easy thing to do. I think. You know how we have been the worst defense look in the nation for so long, I feel like. Yes. Uh, so, you know, some people tweet out, you know, it's okay that they lo- they're they losing players because the team was 4-8. and eight. 
or five, whatever it was, five and seven. Um, defensively, I agree. Defensively, there's nobody you could lose. And I'm like, oh, no. Wow, this this is the worst mm-hmm. day ever. Like mm-hmm. Deshaun Gaddy and Larry Nixon, I think, are significantly better than anybody else in this team. Like the Murphy twins are better than anybody else in this team. So um, I agree with that defensively. Offensively, I obviously Rodgers and whatnot are hard to swallow. But um, yeah, defensively, I think they should be better. What that means, I don't know. I think a lot of it comes to coaching. And we said during the year, a lot of it comes down to fit within the scheme and figuring out how you want to run that scheme with the personnel you have. So, yep. All right. Anything else? That's it. That's it. All right. You're so mad at the schedule. Jeez. I'm what? Yes. Yes. I'm mad at the schedule. Con. Ridiculous. I'm mad. I just, I just want to break. I just want to break. Cut us some slack, please. All right. Um, that's all we got for y'all today. Uh, hope y'all enjoyed it. We'll be back with probably after the basketball game against, uh, Mississippi state to, Hope and pray that they put up a fight and potentially win the game. When's that game? 17th? I believe so, yes. 17th. So, was that See, Sunday? You know what sucks? I might be at a Christmas, my first Christmas dinner Ugh. of the year. The first of many, Colin. Enjoy it. I have four. All right. Um, I got to go do a radio call, but um, Colin looks like he's going to get back on the golf course. I'm going to take yeah. a shower. We we will uh, talk to y'all later. Leave a five-star rating review wherever you're listening. Le- subscribe to the YouTube channel. We're almost at 300, I believe, 293, something along those lines. Yep. So, yeah, subscribe, like, comment, share. Thank y'all for joining us. We will talk to y'all later.